everybody, and welcome to episode 90. I'm Chris. Expensive Science Baby. <laughs> I jumped the gun. <laughs> yes, I'm Amy. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. All right, uh, we're going to do quick tonight, right? We are. Kind of. We're going to open our mail bag. We have one piece of mail, which requires a long, in-depth conversation about. I thought you... Copy and pasted it. I did. Well, I copied it, but I did not paste it. Um. So it is right there. Nope. <laughs> Damn it! That's from H again. Oh, this frustrates me. Now i got to sign out of this. And Wait, then... I, I could put it up on my phone. But you're just going to, like, read every fourth word. <laughs> like I don't want to go through the whole email. Well, I do. Somebody Our... took a long time to write into us to say, hey, I want to tell you guys about then, stuff. Then you recap the email. Okay, thank you. I will do that. Um... Because there's a lot in here we need to unpack. Like, this is in-depth stuff. Okay. This is from H again, who you remember wrote in the week before and said that I'm, a, I'm an asshole. Not exactly what she said. <laughs> well, she is from Sweden. Yes. She said, hi again. I like that the songs are back. Nice job. Which made us have to do more songs again because <laughs> a bit, when yeah. somebody says something, then we have to do it. Some of the music you use is Swedish. It makes me feel a bit patriotic pride, which is very un-Swedish-like of me. Um, see, right there, I can go into like a deep... We'll get through a lot of it, but then we'll go back. Update you on the result of our transfer right now. Okay, you're going to have to put this in the layman's terms because I don't know it. Okay. Uh, the transfer is when the everything goes in, right? Yeah. Um, it's just a waiting game. They're, she's ovulation plus six days. What does that mean? That she's six days past her ovulation. So hang on. Is that, that happens after transfer? Well, they took the eggs out. Okay. And then her body did the natural thing, and she probably menstruated. Okay. So then before the because they're not doing a they didn't do a fresh transfer they froze them first. Oh, that's right. So they have to wait till her body's ready again. Okay. So they're right now her egg released, so six days later. So they have to wait until, like nine to ten days after I think she ovulates, then they transfer. Okay. Or or when her lining is ripe is what they'll do. They'll measure her lining. Okay. So it's tracking as we speak, but I'm, I'm not expecting ovulation to occur until this weekend maybe. Hmm. Okay. Um, said, in Sweden, the national recommendation for all IVF treatment, public and private, is to transfer one embryo. That's the recommendation. Is that kind of what it is here, too? I don't know. Like there's they, a national recommendation. I think it's based on what you want and also a little bit of your age. Like, that's true. But I remember them being kind of like, are you sure you want two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's one or two. I don't know because they're national health care there. So they have, might have more national rules. Than well, we, I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Said, I've done a couple of transfers with no results or poor quality embryos. You can get approved to, if you've done a couple of transfers with no results or poor quality embryos, you can get approved to transfer two. But I think three is out of the question. And three was out of the question with our doctor too, right? Yeah. Like, I think I brought it up and he was like, no, we don't do that. Like, I was being joking and he was all serious. Like, uh, so we are transferring one embryo. I'm like, that's what the recommendation is. My boyfriend, his name is Chris, which is a great name. <laughs> He's nervous about twins. <laughs> so even if given the choice, we wouldn't transfer more than one. Um, so I dreamt of having twins when I was younger, but I think Amy would agree it's better for my health care, help, ready for my health and for the babies to carry one at a time. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think that's fine. I don't know if she remembers or heard um, that I have a friend who did IVF uh, twice, and with her second one, they transferred one embryo that split into two. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> so it can still happen. Oh, yeah. Mm. Especially, I think your chances of it happening are teensy bit higher if you do ICSI. That's right. I remember the ICSI and But the I don't know if she did ICSI or not. Okay. Um, uh, did you, when you were little, did you ever dream of having twins? No. I know a lot of people have. I dreamt a lot of having twins after Persephone died. Okay. That's interesting. Well, at that point, we were probably talking about it. 
But I, I know a lot of like I remember people talking to me during the podcast, especially and saying, "I remember I thought of having twins when I was little too. I thought it would be cool." Kind of a thing. No, I don't. No, I never had that memory. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. I've listened to all your episodes of your podcast and still have no idea what you do. <laughs> and oh, that's right. I know you've you listened to all our podcasts because we see a dramatic uptick in the Swedish <laughs> area listening <laughs> when people binge our, our show. <laughs> dramatic uptick is one. <laughs> no, it's like an. Um, well, if you if you figure we get around 400, 500 listens per week, and somebody binges like. 40 oh. in one week, that's a 10% increase. So you see a big increase in that week. So. I thought you meant like for every pod, every episode, it went up a bunch. It would just go no, up once for every no, episode. No, no, no. no, no I'm, yeah, I'm talking about overall. Uh, Amy works in higher education, but I, I don't really understand what you do. What the hell are you doing? What do you do? Oh, I'm an advisor, so I tell people what classes to take <laughs> and why they should do this and that. And then also I help them if they have been suspended. <clears throat> that's probably the hardest part, I'm guessing. It is. It's hard when uh, students who had to withdraw. <coughs> excuse me, I'm sick again. Uh, had to withdraw for a good reason, uh, and then they have a, they come back for another semester and they do super well. They're still going to get suspended because of completion rate. So that's the toughest, I think. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because we, we give them financial aid, mm-hmm. we can't just let students sure. just go willy nilly. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, she says, I have no idea what Chris does. I basically am the operations... Hey! Neil! Hey. Cat corner. Cat corner. Uh, operations manager, a homeless shelter, a youth homeless shelter. So I take care of the internet and... What else? Managing some maintenance food. staff. Managing the food staff and stuff. Um, for our homeless shelters. There's two of them. Two in the area here. Um, that's it. Not very glamorous or exciting. No, I'm not using my degree other than to get hired. Because that's one of the reasons why they hired me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, and to write, I do some writing in the historical context and stuff. Feel free to look up and any, buy any books that are out there by me. Uh, I think I need to exemplify and explain what I've been reacting to maybe ease Chris's mind a bit. I think what got me over the edge was when you were talking about the need for a sex spray and you thought every woman you know have a need for this and obviously nagging joke about sex after the twins' birth. I was obviously joking, whatever I said, because I think most women do not find me attractive. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that we need to go into detail on this. It's fun, because I want to talk about it. Um, you don't want to talk... Why, why don't you want to go into detail? I just I just don't. And she said, those comments are infuriating to me. What I was thinking to myself, I was like, I think I'm fine in low doses, but let's say you were binging like 60 episodes of this. Oh, yeah, I You would probably be like, man, that guy won't shut up. I can see that. <laughs> but also, I think we need to point out that in Sweden, and like much of the world sex is more openly discussed and it's more of a it's not as taboo as it is here okay like they have commercials with naked people in them sure we would never do that no I mean so it's a little bit hard for us repressed people <laughs> um and that yeah so it's cultural as well that's what I was getting at uh she said in Sweden we've got early summer like you um Oh, she did that. That's right. She did the half marathon, the world's largest half marathon. Oh yeah, which is kind of cool. Um, I didn't know that that was there. I wonder. It was twenty-five degrees, which I think is about eighty. Okay. Yeah. Um, she said she owns stock in Paradox, which is the company that I, the Swedish company I talked about. They make all my fun games. Oh, like Europa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, which of course you do. You're Swedish. Of course you own stocks in Paradox. It's like your main Swedish thing. Well, tell her to tell them to make another Europa. Aren't they behind? No, they're doing fine. 
They release stuff all the time. Oh. Yeah, they're really but good. But they haven't released a new Europa in a long time. Well, they release... It's... I could explain it, but I need charts and graphs. They ex- they release digital content and stuff, so they're doing fine. Okay. Um, thank you for talking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the podcast. I thought it was canceled for good, but when I got the new the good news from us. So we actually educated somebody on pop culture TV. stuff. Yeah. Good, well, TV, yes, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I mean, it was interesting when she mentioned being kind of nationalistic or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I think here we're more... Like, Sweden is small for a country. Right compared to us, it's okay. like it's like ten million people, which sure. is the size of Minnesota and Wisconsin together. Okay, and which is weird because we kind of most of our people kind of come from the Scandinavian area yeah. too. So, <laughs> um, so I can kind of see, I think the smaller you are, or the smaller increments, the more kind of national pride you feel. Like, are you more proud to be an American or a Minnesotan? <laughs> uh. And then, are you more proud to be a Minnesotan or a Hibbian light? <laughs> Oh, that's a tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that the smaller you get, the more kind of pride you have in what you do. It's probably like improv, too. You're proud to be doing improv, which most people don't do. Maybe that makes it makes more, more special probably. or yeah. something. I don't know. Anyways, I thought it was a really fun email. I had a fun time reading it and stuff. Okay. Well, thanks for writing in. Yeah. <laughs> and keep us updated how things yes. go. I hope. I yes. uh, wish you the best of luck. It's uh, one of those things where it can suck, too. So. All right, uh, infertility in the news. Sorry, there was a happy hollow neighborhood alert of a severe thunderstorm. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, for tonight. Southwestern Southern... Hennepin County, though. That's, That's not, not us. us. Why is it in a happy hollow neighborhood? I don't know. Anyways. Um, okay, yeah. Infertility in the news. Is that this thing? There's a three infertility in the newses. Well, I only got two. Oh, this is one. I just don't have okay. a link. So the first one we'll just talk about. So Delaware becomes the first state in 13 years to pass a comprehensive infertility insurance law. Yay! Good job, Delaware. It's a historic legislative win for Delaware families and shows the power of grassroots advocacy. Once the governor signs it into law, Delaware will, be, will become the 16th state to provide infertility insurance coverage and one of just a handful of states to provide fertility preservation for cancer patients. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is neat. I, th- I believe, though, that it does not extend to people on uh, state, like Medicare, Medicaid, through the state, which mm. is kind of a bummer, because some of those people maybe are disabled, and they have to use that insurance, and so that doesn't mean that they should be able to have babies, but mm. this is still a good step. So, Delaware's a blue state. Of the 13 states who have conference infertility, or 16, 16 states, how many do you think vote blue? Uh, all of them. I bet all of them, right? All of them would vote blue. Yeah, and if you don't know what we're talking about, blue is called the Democratic Party, basically. They're the ones who generally... Conservative. Liberal, want to give more to, yeah, bigger government kind of thing. So, okay. Um, cool. And then the next one I didn't me. read as much because it got too complicated, but it says scientists discovered a new part of your sperm and it could explain infertility. Did you read it? I tried to, and it got complicated. <laughs> I told you that. You literally just said that as you were typing. I know, but I didn't know like how much you got into it, because that's kind of cool. It has to do with they thought that the sperm had one thingy that that uh, fertilized an egg, but it turns out that they have two thingies. Scientists now believe sperm contain two central, central? central. structures, which are vital for fertilizing an egg. I suppose if one is not working properly, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And what they discovered of the two has a lot to do with whether or not um, there's birth defect, like early miscarriage, which can be due to like birth defects or things like, not birth defects, but defects in general with the fetus and stuff okay. like that. What kind of annoys me about this, I mean, it's great, it's men's health, but they used the, they said 
we used advanced microscopes. <laughs> like, did they not have these before? Are they brand new? Or they they finally buy one to do? <laughs> they just didn't want to say what kind of microscope. Plus, if you want to see all kinds of pictures of sperm and and, and uh, gifts of sperm, <laughs> this is the where to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, I'd like to know, like, we, because we just, we did this, we made this new microscope and it's great. So we defined, or did, oh, yeah. it's been you around for 30 years. You have to go through, like, the actual study, I would imagine. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, uh, so there are ways you can burst fertility naturally. These, um, sometimes they don't all work. No. <laughs> no matter what you do. Yeah. You can eat all the antioxidant rich foods and maintain a healthy body weight. Well, I guess technically I'm overweight. Um, but it still doesn't, doesn't necessarily hurt. help. Yeah. yeah. But. That's cool. Anyway. And then one of the coolest things, but controversial things, so NPR had a story about three parent babies from at a fertility clinic. And I was like, what? Okay. So it's basically they're doing a thing that the United States won't let fertility clinics do. But Ukraine doesn't have to follow the rules because they're Ukraine. Ukraine can do what they want as long as they don't <laughs> piss off Russia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where they take a donor egg and they take the DNA out of the egg and they put... Um, an infertile woman's DNA from her egg. So oh, into that egg. So something about the woman's egg yeah. isn't able to get fertilized correctly sure. or carry the baby to term. So they take her DNA and put it in the egg. No, no, no. There's a donor egg and they take the DNA out and then they fertilize the woman's egg. And which, they which woman? The the, the woman, woman who wants to have the baby, not the donor. Right. Right. And then they fertilize that egg and they take the fertilized cells. And they put that in the donor egg. Okay. So, so the baby is genetically, born. it is genetically, it's it's a two so, parent baby, but that baby has some DNA left over from the donor egg when it's born. Isn't that like potentially bad? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know. That's necessarily bad because even like if you get like a blood transfusion, you get some of that donor. Okay, I was thinking DNA like in there. I was thinking like one chromosome off can make no, no, like no. bad things happen. Yeah, no, it's not anything about that. Okay. Uh, okay, that's still cool. That's I neat. think it's really cool. Yeah. And what sucks about the United States is that the United States doesn't want to allow it because then people will start making designer babies and stuff. And, like, we can have a line. No. There can be a line. Nah, it's coming anyways. I mean, you can put whatever line you want. When you have enough money, <laughs> you're going to have super babies eventually. Because CRISPR is coming, and it is coming quick. And it, they're already using it, and they're going to use it to make super babies. And there's nothing we can do about it. Anyway, this is cool for, for uh, couples who... I think it's neat. That's a good find. Moving too fast. Yeah. That's like what... That is the, the critique of this in the Ukraine is that they're not doing a lot of studies yeah. on how it affects the babies whatever. born this way. They're just, they just, they're just doing it. <laughs> so. Sure. Whatever. Um, I don't know. We've talked about this before <clears throat> a little bit, but wouldn't... Because as a parent, you want your child to have all the advantages, and if there's an ability to edit out stuff and edit in stuff, you would probably want to do that, right? Like, the line it could go sucks. too far. I know, but what the line is, that's for individuals to make. And some individuals are going to be want. I want to give my baby every opportunity, every advantage possible. You know what I mean? It's weird. It's going to be a brave new world. As long as you have money. <laughs> okay, I don't want to talk about that. Anymore. So we're fine. <laughs> oh, I was going to talk to you about something. Was it gender? No. It'll come to me. But anyways, what do we do moving to next? All right. Uh, cat corner, cat corner. Meow, meow, meow. Cat corner. All right. So I saw it live and in person one of our, I think, most loyal fans who I used to work, uh, I do kind of still work with her, but I used to see her more often through work events than I do now. So anyway, I saw her. Hello, G. Uh, and she said, 
I still listen. I'm listening to the podcast. And I said, you're still listening? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Which is, I kind of wonder that for everybody. Sorry. I don't, I, anyway. She's Amy like, well, yeah. No, no. She understand. said, well, I have to for Cat Corner. <laughs> so then I was like, crap. I have to like come up with some good Cat Corners. Because it's been a while since the cats did anything remarkable, I think. It's been a long time since they've done anything remarkable. <laughs> they've done things, but remarkable has been a long I mean, time. I don't know. You know, I don't have like a fun story. I have kind of a sad story in that battle cat throws up almost every day. Yeah, she didn't throw up today. I was monitoring her. I monitored her all day, except for when I went to work for eight hours. <laughs> well, we haven't found any of it. But usually when she throws up, it's right after she eats. Yeah, So yep, I was, I, you, know, you know what I did is, like, when she came into bed, she comes into bed after she eats, because I'm still asleep. And so I, like, put my hand next to her so she would purr, thinking maybe that'll help with digestion. <laughs> Or uh, maybe she gets nervous and that's why she throws up more. So, because there was no other cats in the bed and she was calm and relaxed and she did not throw up. Okay. So that's my my working theory is make Battle Cat not nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be really annoying because she likes to throw up on the bed. Yeah. And we were kind of mean because when she starts to do her heaving, we <laughs> throw her off the bed. I I try to get up and place her down on the floor. There's not enough time so sometimes. <laughs> And then sometimes she does throw up on the bed, and you just don't feel like cleaning it up, so you just wait. And then Neil comes, and he eats it. Yeah. And you're like, "That's really gross," but I don't gotta do it. I don't have to clean it up right now. <laughs> now I just gotta clean up the spot. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you do that, or I do that constantly when you're not here. <laughs> That's probably true. So anyway, we're kind of watching that. I I have senior food for her, or hairball reducing food for her, and it doesn't seem to matter. Wait, I got food for her. No, the kind of food I buy for her. Oh, it doesn't seem to matter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, whatever we get, it doesn't seem to matter. I think she's just old. Yeah. Her body's having a hard time digesting stuff. Um, But also, I didn't, like, take their food away today because I was so confused. Because Amy always feeds the cats when it's a weekday. Like, always. I can't remember the last time it was a weekday that you were home, you did not feed the cats. And this morning... It was a weird morning. I know, but just relax. As we were putting people in the... Or people. Well, there are a lot of people. As we were putting babies in the car, and Amy's getting in the car to leave, she's like, oh, I didn't feed the cats. Bye. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Today? (laughs) Because you... I I can't remember the last time you didn't feed the cats during a weekday when you were home. It was very confusing. (laughs) But yeah, um, they got fed, but I didn't put the food away like I usually do. I didn't lock Neil away. I just shut the door, figuring... When he was done, he could figure it out how to open it because, you know, it's cracked open. Oh, yeah. I don't lock Neo up anymore in the bathroom either because he pees. Oh, no, I didn't either. But I thought maybe in that way she wouldn't eat as much because maybe when he was done, he would go kick her out. But that's the problem. Neo then overeats and gains weight. Well, better that than Battle Cat throwing up. (laughs) I know. It's hard. (laughs) I know. Uh, Let's see. Zelda and babies I wrote down. For Cat Corner. Yeah, so Zelda's doing, I think, really well with babies. And they really like her. Yeah. And she does let them touch her and put their head on her and grab her. But sometimes she will scooch herself under the couch halfway, <laughs> I think, for some protection. <laughs> but then she also likes it when they keep touching her. Yeah. I think she likes the attention. She would prefer, though, if they did not pull her tail. Well, then that's Which what is happens. true for all of the babies. But that's what she's exposing her tail when she goes halfway I under it. <laughs> that's the other thing I was going to say is that, the, boy, do babies like to pull cats' tails. Yeah. Yeah, and they got to be a little bit older before they understand, really, I think. They do, and luckily our cats are being really good with them and not um, using their claws or biting them. Yeah. It's like if cats know that they're tiny humans, just learning. <laughs> I think Zelda's the hardest on them. Like, she will use claws more than the other ones. Not always, but occasionally. Mm. But yeah, they're do- they're right. They're doing very good. All right. 
Oh, well, moving on. One. Sorry, I, I don't know which one we're doing. Is it this one? It is TV check-in. Oh, TV check-in. That doesn't help me. This one. Ha-ha! Okay, TV. All right, quickly, we're watching Westworld. Still watching Westworld. It's a different season than last season, obviously. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's season two. But you don't like it as much. You know... I think it's really interesting. I know. No, I'm not super into it. I mean, it's fine. I'm enjoying it enough. But I think they're trying to be too clever. I think the way that they're telling the story is... Like, they're trying to be complicated on purpose. That's what I mean. They're trying to be too complicated... With not enough context, I guess, to make it more interesting to me. Maybe. Like, it seems like they're trying to be clever for the sake of being clever instead of telling a good story. In other words, I think their cleverness is getting in the way of the story, which makes me not want to watch it as much. Uh, Because the first season was a really good story. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Second season, I'm like, eh. (laughs) I still have to go to Reddit to find out what was going on. What do you mean? There's a really cool, like, in the episode, after the episode, I have to go to Reddit and find out what did I just watch. But this last one seemed pretty transparent, right? There were a couple things that I kind of missed. Okay. Well, there's always things I'm going to miss. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Anyway, I enjoy it. The Bachelorette is still going on. Is that the lady from Minnesota? Yep. How's she doing? Um, She's fine. I mean, I watched it last week, but I had had a lot of wine at a happy hour, so I don't really know what happened. <laughs> uh, okay. So... But, yeah, it's still going on. There is a guy on there that's a male model who everybody... Watchers like myself are pretty sure he's there um, as a... That he's not there for the right reasons. That he's just there to get oh famous. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but he's legit playing a character just to get, like, airtime because he wants to further his career. Like, it's obvious because he keeps saying... He keeps saying he's a model and he's so good-looking and girls like to be next to a good-looking person and he's so, critiquing what everyone else is wearing because they're sure? not as good-looking as they should be. And yeah. it's, are you sure it's not me that's on this episode? <laughs> I'm sure you're not a male model. <laughs> Um, and then I watched season one of The Good Place that was on Netflix. Yeah, that was a weird one because we watched like the first episode. Was it the first episode? Yeah. Like 30 times on the cruise because uh-huh. it was the only thing on the cruise. You know, they repeat things when you go yep. on a cruise and occasionally you're in your cabin trying to sleep and it's or on. pumping. Yeah. Or, and so we watched that first episode like 30 times then we never really watched it. Yeah, I forgot that. about it. Yeah, and so I, I think I reminded you. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch this. It and then I watched it, yeah. And I was like, I think you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, and I liked it a lot. And the ending I did not see coming. Yeah. And so there is a season two. Mm-hmm. In fact, they're making a season three. Season two already aired. So here's what's annoying about TV now. Is season two already aired, I want to watch it. I could go to Hulu and watch episodes eight through 13. Wait, season two already aired? Uh-huh. Sorry. Did I watch it? No. Okay. It was on this last... TV year. September to May. <laughs> okay. And I didn't know that. But like if the season is over, don't put put all the episodes somewhere so that we can watch it. So I read up on it and what NBC <laughs> does is they put the previous season on Netflix in September. Yes. Sorry, I could You know when season three starts? September. I know. Why would they do that? They do that so that you have to have... Put it in July or August <laughs> so that we want to continue watching in September. That's true. But I, yes, you're right. I think that's that's been their format forever. It's oh. one year. Um, and they do it because they want people to have, get NBC. We have NBC. But not everybody. I'm, I will some people, continue to watch it. <laughs> some people just write them have a Netflix. A very strongly worded letter. And I should say, we have cable. <laughs> we watch things on NBC. 
but I need to watch this season before September <laughs> so I can continue watching season three. Yeah, you're right. It should be like at least a month, like <gasps> August or something. Yeah. Um, but why have it on Hulu? Why have episodes eight through thirteen on Hulu? Well, you because you're not take gonna, it all down if you're not gonna. Well, you're not going to. I like, went to like Xfinity on demand. <laughs> I looked everywhere for this. Do you want Amazon Prime? I did. It's not there. You know what you can watch on Amazon Prime? What? That one movie. Oh, Gravity? No. <laughs> Gravity? <laughs> you just said movie and random. Anyway, season one of The Good Place is very good. You should watch it. Yeah. Um, and we'll watch season two. See, this is why we can't watch the other show that I'm watching. I started watching that Kimmy Schmidt movie oh, show. Yeah. Which is, it's really good. It makes me laugh several times out loud. And if a movie, if a show makes me watch Matt laugh out loud, it's did good. Did he sing his wine song yet? Yes, his uh, where he made the video about Pino, wine. Pino, <laughs> Pino Noir. Pino Noir. <laughs> I thought it was Pino Noir, Pino Grigio. I don't remember. No, it was Noir because that rhymes yes. with car yes. and far. The red and... wine. Yeah, that is one of my favorite red wines. So I do, I do think of that song sometimes when I'm getting. Wine. Yeah, so that show's really good. Uh, if you have some time, it's like four seasons in now, but it's it's funny and. Yeah. Um, I I was a little distracted at the end of season one when Tina Fey had a character on there because she's a like an executive producer or a head writer or something like that. And whenever that person comes into the show, I get distracted by it. I'm like, that's that person I know. You know what I mean? I forgot she was in season one. She was just on, like, she was during the court season. So it was like two, oh, ep- two episodes right. or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. they did a good job, but it's just a little distracted. Mm-hmm. You know? But it was still, it's still fairly good. So, and I didn't, <laughs> I was really surprised by the preacher. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. he's supposed to be this crazy guy who, and then he, what's his, what's his name, guy's name? John Ham. John Ham, who is apparently the most sexiest man in the world. That's why he's up there. <laughs> See, it's fucked up. All right, <laughs> it's a good show. Though. You should watch it. So. All right. Any melancholy moments? Uh, well, we didn't even do the song. Oh, we didn't yeah. do the song. I may have started it too early. You did. <laughs> That took a long time, sorry. Um, I just, did you think at all about what we're going to eventually say to them about Persephone? He didn't. I know you sent me that link and it didn't really help. You might never remember it. Um, Is this something we should talk to somebody about? Maybe. If, If you're worried, if you're curious what the hell I'm talking about, talking about what we're going to tell the boys about their sister. Because as I we talked about last week, I don't want to say, oh, she got sick, and then give them right. a complex about every time they get a sniff, sniffy nose or yeah. something, you know? Because I honestly have no clue, other than to say she got really sick one day. But that might be bad. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that particular issue right now. Okay. But we have to eventually, because they're starting to, like, understand things and say maybe say words. <laughs> so sometime in the future we have to. Yeah. Just not now. <laughs> well, I thought we would take a few moments and talk about suicide. Okay, sure. That one gentleman just died, and I did not like it. So there's been quite a few deaths by suicide this last year. Uh, and so I, people, not like we're in the media. <laughs> but <laughs> I love what you said People that. <laughs> in the media are using this as a time to talk about prevention and checking up on people and mental health. Okay. And so I was going to look up the number to call, but I forgot to. So you could look that number up, please, quickly. But something that people have been talking about is, um, like, with Robin Williams' suicide, some people were saying, I never, like, he always seemed so happy, and he seemed blah, blah, blah. Like, if people seem fine, they might not be fine. So you should always check in on them. 
and or if somebody um, they, that is sometimes over anxious or can be get depressed and you don't hear from them for a while, you need to reach out to them. And in some cases, if you think that they are going through a depressive extra time, like you need to ask them, have you thought about suicide? Do you have a suicide plan? And like confront them in that way? Yeah, I suppose that's best. Yeah, because that's, and, or, and if they do have a plan and they have access to a gun, you need to take that away from them. Like stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I mean, no. <laughs> if you try I, to take somebody's gun, they might shoot you. <laughs> well. You just, I think the being an ear to listen to is the yeah, biggest but thing. More than just reach out if you need me, you need to reach out to them. Yeah, no, definitely. You're right, because that's what people said when Persephone died. They were like, if you need anything, we're here, right. and you're not gonna do but that. I'm never going to talk. I'm never going to say, I need you. But that's... we had people who did that, who just said, I'm going to do this. I know. And that, going, yeah, yeah and you're right. That, that was the best. Um, it's going to be everywhere, different everywhere, but in the U.S., it's 1-800-273-8255. There's also an online chat, which is cool. Oh, that is cool. Because that's universal. You yeah, can go anywhere. Well, well, that's the new world. Except for China and North Korea. But most places, you can go online and chat with somebody, because I think a lot of people are just, they're not heard, right? <laughs> Well, they feel alone. Yeah, that's what I mean. Or and they, they honestly think the world would be better without them. Yes, you're right. And I had a really good friend whose father died of suicide. Um, Anthony Anthony Bourdain was the one that I it was last week. Yeah. Who seemed like a really nice guy, like love and giving and people kind of a thing, which, mm-hmm. you know. Um, interesting. Interesting you thought of that. And, I mean, if you want to talk about our experience, which I think... Is relevant. I there's very few things that kept me here when Persephone died. Oh, me too. Yeah, you were one of them. Um, and I talked to you and I never really talked about that together. We did a little bit. Fine. We did a but little bit. I talked to some of my friends about it, yeah. and one of my friends, um, he had a, a cousin who died by suicide mm-hmm. quite a while ago, ten or more years ago. She was just a teenager. And so he made it a point to say, I would miss you if you were gone. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and I was like, nice. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's not really why I would do it. Right. For me, it was the pain was so intense, yes. I couldn't continue yes. living with it. Nope, I know. And so, like, that... I think that was, like, hard for him to, like, wrap his head around, because mm-hmm. you don't understand that this happened to you. But that is another thing to say to a person, is I would miss you if you were gone. Yeah. Like, the world is better with you here. Yeah, it always you know? is. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the other one being obviously, you know what that, what it was like losing your daughter, and you wouldn't want your parents to go through that, or my mom to well, go. That's you the know biggest I mean? reason I never did that. Right. You. I but. mean, you don't want to give that pain to somebody else. Yep. So, yeah. 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 I mean, it's one of those things that people can seem like they're doing fine, and I'm, I'm not bipolar, but I have a lot of bipolar tendencies where I'll be up and then down really quickly, and up and then down really quickly, and it it can change very easily. Um, and I, it's, it's been exasperated because of Persephone's loss. So, yeah, I mean, it sucks. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're thinking about suicide, you're, I can almost guarantee the world's better with you in it. So don't just talk to somebody, but you're right. It's hard to talk to somebody. Like I would, if I was thinking about it, I would never go talk to somebody unless they would talk to me. Right. So I thought, that's why I thought I liked the angle of, of your people check in on your people. Yeah. That's good. Like your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, now that the uh, podcast is all downer and everything. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what's next? Do we do a stress level check-in? Nope, we skipped it. You want to do that real quick? I'm at like a... A Dorothy level, which I think is level two. Okay, I'm at level three. Oh, you are. 
I got a lot of shed stuff I want to get done, and it's kind of weighing on my mind. Okay. I know you don't care. No. <laughs> That's know? really what was putting you out of three? Yeah, I like oh. don't sleep a lot because of the stuff I need to get done. And I just sit there and think about it. I know you're laughing at me. That's fine. No, I'm just thinking about that's like <laughs> welcome to the life of a woman. <laughs> that's a, a lot of women and moms don't sleep because they think about all the stuff they have to do just the next day or like the next week for the family. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> you're doing this about a shed. That's it's not just about the shed. It's about other things. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I need to finish that writing that oh, lady. Right. Yeah. You know, but that's yeah. hard to do. So there's things like that. Um. All right. So I think we're fine as far as that. Did you want me to play this? Uh, I do. Okay. Oh, look! There's five little ducks. One, two, three, four. Five little ducks went swimming one day over the hill. Alright, I picked that one because it is, I think, so far the worst one. <laughs> it is the worst one. So we found, and maybe we talked about this last we week. We talked a little bit, I think. Uh, so we found Adonis's crack. Crack. <laughs> I don't know that that's the best word for it. No, no. It. He needs more, man. Just give me some more. Give me another fix. <laughs> and he's like that meme with uh, um, Dave Chappelle. Hey, man, you got any more of that little baby bum? Yeah. Show? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's a show on Netflix called Little Baby Bums. It sings nursery rhymes. And yeah. it's hyper colorized. We, we did talk about this last we did. week. Yes. But I thought that we would play this song, a yeah. song for you when we introduced Now We Talk About Babies. Because <laughs> this is the worst one because the baby... The mama duck loses all the baby ducks. She like, keeps sending them away. They keep going away, and then she cries because they're all gone. But she doesn't cry when the first one's gone. No, just when they're or all the gone. the second one? Well, she's got extras that one? she can lose. <laughs> but luckily, <laughs> at the I end... I her parenting choices. Spoiler alert, they all come back at the end, so don't worry about it. You'll be fine. We don't ever know where they've gone for so long. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Leander doesn't really care as much for it anymore, but Adonis is still stuck on he it. He will so. sit in his chair at first, For a though. few minutes, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about food first? Yeah. Right. So my April Moms Facebook group, which I've talked about before, somebody posted a picture of their baby in a sandbox and said, how much sand is dangerous? <laughs> like ingested? Uh, and I replied, uh, sand has become one of our basic food groups. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure it's fine. It's not that bad, but yeah, yeah. They eat a lot of sand when they go outside. They do love their sand. It has been a hard week, too, because Amy thinks... Leander has molars coming in. I do. So he's not eating very much. He's kind of ickiness for everything. And Adonis is kind of sick, so he sometimes isn't eating. But they're both kind of eating. It's very strange. It's a well, strange time. Adonis is, e- is eating, I think, fine. But Leander's not. Except when you go outside, he'll eat dirt and sand. But he will not eat a waffle. Well, he's full he of dirt and sand. He won't eat eggs. <laughs> he does not like I mean, eggs. Even when he feels good, he, doesn't li- he won't eat eggs. But he'll yeah. eat sand. Explain this to me. Sand is delicious. <laughs> Um, are we talking about other baby stuff or no? Uh, as long as there's not any of this stuff. I guess we can, no. Let's just talk about baby stuff. Uh, so they are now responding more and more to words. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my favorite is when they're being mean, being, when they're being naughty, which Adonis or especially Leander has this thing he thinks is a fun game is to be naughty like he will make poor choices he'll go and chew on this thing which he knows we do not like 
And we try to stop him. He laughs and goes he away the, he does and tries to do it again and laughs and goes away. Even, even if you make the meanest disappointed face, yeah. he just he still laughs. smiles. <laughs> and then they like they egg each other on, basically, because if yeah. one of them does it, the other one does it. Um, but so if they're doing something like that, I can say, go sit in your chair. And then they will go sit in their chairs waiting for the TV to start. <laughs> and the little baby bobs. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, it, they're responding to stuff like that, which is really cool, because Amy will say, like yesterday... Go get the ball. Go get the room. ball pit, or go get the ball. And Leander did, and he led with his arm like a little <laughs> Frankenstein. It was, no, just one arm. <laughs> just it one was arm. like a dousing arm. He kept <laughs> pointing towards where he was going, and then he found a ball, and he brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's cool, but they're just, they're really not saying too many words yet, which they has... They might say kitty. Yeah, I think they might say kitty. They definitely say daddy. I don't know if they mean it, but they say daddy. I think Leander said mama a couple times yeah. the other day when I was cooking. Um, but I don't know. I feel like they should have more words by now. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't think we're too late yet. Okay. It's always a little concerning because you worry about everything with your kids, especially developmentally, so... Yeah. Okay. That's all they're doing, right? <laughs> What's next? This one? Yeah. This one. See, it's not in order not because I did not know that Amy had an outline. This one. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, they've been kind of sick. They've been sick. Um, so I think we already talked about the, the ear infections and the allergy to the medication yep. last time. Yeah. Um, and then after that, on the, I think Wednesday, Leander had some diarrhea. Daycare reported. We didn't have to pick up early, though, because it seemed like it was not quite as bad. And then he didn't eat a lot for dinner. Yeah. And Chris had some people over. Um, and so after bedtime, I was upstairs. Uh, I was actually on the phone with somebody talking about an improv show coming up, and then I heard this weird cough, and I was like, oh, no, what was that? So then I ended my phone call, and I went in their room, and Leander threw up everywhere yeah. in his crib. It was, and I don't know how much, how that much food, vomit can come out of a baby. It seemed like it was more volume than his body. It so was, it was everywhere. quite a bit. And he was, he was sitting there, because he was asleep when he threw up, when he started yeah. throwing up. And so he was sitting there confused, and as soon as he saw me, he started crying. So sad. Um, but Persephone didn't throw up like that until she was four. Yeah. Leander's already done it twice. <laughs> yeah. So, we're, yeah. I think he's just going to be a thrower-upper. I and mean, he was a trooper. He went downstairs and hung out with me and just sat well, there. Well, I cleaned up stuff. Well, Amy cleaned up. <laughs> I had to go in his I had to go back in the room, you know, to get all the bedding to wash it. And then put a new sheet onto the crib. And Adonis, like, was laying there. And he's, a, he's a belly sleeper, so he's laying there and he looks over at me. <laughs> And continues laying there and just looks confused. <laughs> yeah, supposed to be here. <laughs> he didn't like it up or like, like, reach out for me or anything. He's just a little really confused. And then when I left and I shut the door, I could see him putting his head back down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thought he was. I don't know. He probably wasn't completely awake yet. I so. don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but now Adonis has had kind of a sickness for the last. Well, he day has. I think I think he has this cold that I have. Mm. I don't think it's the same cough that he had before. So he's had a fever. So he's had a slight fever. Yeah. So. Um, but he's in good spirits generally. But last night is the first night, and I can't remember how over that I had to get him and hold him for a while. Yeah. Like out of his crib. Like I can't remember. Do you remember the last time that happened? No. <clears throat> um, and I probably didn't have to, but he was crying not for a long enough time where I thought it was worth it to get some medicine in and stuff. Yeah. So. And then he did go away. Well, it's funny because. <laughs> 
when he doesn't want a nap, I can hold him and rock him to sleep. But after we gave him the medication, I was trying, I was the ibuprofen, I was trying to rock him to sleep, and he was just kind of looking at me. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I laid him in his crib, instantly went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, we just had to lay him down. Yeah. Yeah. Which is different than Persephone. She wanted to be held until she fell asleep yeah. in a long time. So. Yeah. Okay. We can skip that one, because you kind of already talked about it. All right. Um, were you, I thought there was something else, but Not no. this one. Oh. Okay, we're done then. No, the other one. Oh. Skip this one, I said. Sorry. Well, not my favorite song, gotta tell you. Not my favorite Weird Al song. <laughs> uh, we have to start brushing their teeth. Yeah. Um, yeah. We talked about it because they now he has like they have like one of them have three teeth up front. Uh-huh. So now it looks like there's a, almost a full set because usually when somebody opens their mouth like just a little bit, like if I look at you, I can see like four or five teeth. Yeah. Not that many. So when you look at him and he's got his mouth open just a little bit, you see three teeth. You're like, he has a full set of teeth, but he doesn't. But no. yeah, they need to start brushing them. They just seem so small to be brushing them, don't they? Yeah. They're so tiny babies still. That's all. That's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go to the dentist. I do as well. Um, it's just that was one of the last things I did with Persephone, so it's hard for me to go to the dentist. Does Sweden have national de- tooth service? <laughs> I guess I just assumed that was part of the health care. Well, is it? But Great Britain has a reputation for bad teeth. Yeah. But I thought that was about because of fluoride, not in their water. I thought it was because they eat too much fish. I don't think that correlates to teeth. Saltfish? I will say in the good place. <laughs> I, this is funny. So in the good place... At one point, there's a questionnaire to decide if you belong in the good place or the bad place. Um, heaven or hell is the idea. And one of the questions is, have you ever reheated fish in a work microwave? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have a coworker who does this and Ooh, yells at me whenever... He's going oh, to the bad place. It's a she, and I walk in no. and I'm like, did you reheat fish? And she's like, I can do whatever I want! <laughs> I can tell you now about one of my favorite scenes from that is, uh, what was the guy who they thought was a monk? Do you remember his name? I don't remember his name. Jason. Jan, John Yu. But John Yu, but John he's Yu. actually Hispanic. He, oh, he was Hispanic? Yeah, and he's like a, a dr- drug Hispanic, dealer and stuff. But he's... You must be talking about the wrong guy then. Um, her, the, the wife, or the husband of the neighbor. No, and we're talking about the same person. I just didn't think he was Hispanic. I thought he was just really stupid. Oh, no. I, I didn't think, think he was a drug dealer. Oh, well, he's, he's yeah, you know, he's dumb, right? Yes. And he's trying to do stuff. And my favorite part was when... When uh, she said, we should really get to know each other. And he's like, okay, four, one, two, three. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, that's the order of Fast and the Furious is that I like. That's the best way to get to know somebody. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, I didn't mean to talk to you about that. I didn't remember that. There's there's just some good stuff. And I forgot most of it, but, you know, because it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, Okay, so what's upcoming? Uh, Father's Day? Yep. That'll come and go again. No big deal. <laughs> What's after that? <laughs> uh, the biggest thing we have coming up is a cabin trip with your family. Ooh, when's that? We leave the 22nd, I think. It's a Friday. Okay. Just trying to plan out my weekend. So. Yeah, that weekend is gone. Okay. Okay, is that it? Oh, I have an improv show Friday. Okay. Oh, um, for those of you who are in the area, Amy had a really good improv show this last... On Saturday night. Saturday. And I will not be in that show again until maybe next year. No, nope, so. <laughs> but you could know you could have been there and you missed it. 
It was very fun. It was a show called OMG before we got our lady bits and a bunch of um, lady improvisers read their old journals or notes from when they were youths and then did improv and it was super fun. What is a youth? Uh, and then they did, yeah, you did improvise in two, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, thanks for joining us. That's it. That's it. Uh, you want to get in touch with us? We're at expensive science baby at gmail.com. On Facebook, we're at Expensive Science Baby. We have a Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Expensive Science Baby. Um, if you want to see what the babies look like and what I look like, apparently, there's a Twins on Twins weekly video podcast on YouTube where we talk about the Minnesota Twins and the babies generally just yell and hit each other with bats and stuff. It's pretty <laughs> fun. Um, other than that, I think that's it, huh? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll see you next week. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>